What's going on, everyone? Spuddy and Friends podcast here again. Solo Spuddy episode. You know what that means. It's an NFL roundup. Week 12 of the 2020 season. This is the 52nd episode of Spuddy and Friends. Let's go. You already know. Your host, Spuddy McGee here socials you can find me ig and twitter podcast got to instagram go ahead and follow that dsps podcast google podcast spotify much much more and anchor is holding us down as the hosting website for us so we're gonna get straight into it um, my results last week, pretty damn good. 10 wins, four losses on my end, so pretty, pretty good. Let's keep it up, though. I'm telling you, someone needs to hit me up saying, hey, I used your betting, you know, I used your advice. I win, I win a lot of money because of you. Thank I would appreciate that. So... Let's start week 12 up. Starting off with Thanksgiving games. In the first Thanksgiving game, you got the Texans versus the Lions. Two struggling teams right now. Um, <sighs> thing about these teams, um, it's going to be a very, very weird game, I feel. Um, a lot of offense subpar defense but I'm gonna have to give it to the Texans I feel like the Texans um, has just better star power where where they need it so Sean Watson gonna probably give the ball off to Fuller a lot this game we'll see but um, also you can't forget about JJ Watt on the defensive line despite the defense being pretty shaky for the Texans so um with the Lions it's just um yeah they got Stafford Stanford um some nice receivers in Callaway Jones even Dondre Swift I don't know if he's playing this week I mean it's kind of up and down depends on concussion protocol but um I mean I'm gonna check right now um I don't see him on the report, so that's 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 a good thing for Detroit fans or fantasy people. He's questionable though, so that's something to consider. Galladay is out, so that does suck right there. Even Amadola is out, so a lot of heavy um, lifting from Jones in tomorrow's game just a lot of injuries on um detroit's side so it's not looking good for them while texans have a lot more um uh, questionables but there are injuries as well so um but i i feel like the injuries will affect the lions more than texans so i'm still going with texans um giving a plus three to lions as a spread still take the texans 
Um, game is going to be 51 and a half points over under. I'm going to go under for this one. Um, they're going to get close to, to scoring 51, but they won't go over it. So, And last game, Lions got shut out against the Carolina, so that's not good. Um, um, Texans were able to put up 27 points, so... Um, do the math on that end, um, but uh, Texans should take away this, take a win. Um, I don't think Matt Patricia is gonna coach next year. Um, so yeah, it sucks for Matt Patricia, but he has been producing since he's been a Lions coach. So um, they'll probably let him finish off the year and let him go by then. So. Sucks to see, but that's life. On to the next game. We got Washington versus the Cowboys. Uh, the fight for first place for the NFC East will continue probably down till the stretch because all teams are at three wins. Eagles are better positioned because there's three wins, six losses, and one tie. While everyone sits at three and seven. So, um,. It's going to be interesting because um, both teams are going to be fighting. Um, Alex Smith starting again after having his first win last week in a very, very long time. So that's good on him. Hats, hats to him. But they're probably not going to beat the boys. I The last two weeks with the Cowboys have been actually, or last two games with the Cowboys have been pretty, pretty good. Not going to lie. They, stood, they put up a fight against Pittsburgh. So that was good. Didn't win it, but Pittsburgh's undefeated team. So that's a confidence booster right there. Um, and they ended up winning against the Vikings last week. So very close game, but um, it's just still a dub. So positives, positives. Um, as for Washington, they did beat the Bengals last week. Yeah, last week, Washington beat the Bengals, and Alex Smith um, got his first win in like almost two years, so good on him, um, but if I was to say, I think the um, Cowboys, I think it's going to be more of a shootout type of game, because um, Cowboys defense is still not the greatest still. I mean, they, they're playing a little bit better, but um, still still getting caught out of positions. That's why a lot of touchdowns keep on happening against them. But their offense looked a lot better in recent weeks, so maybe their offense line is finally catching up on how to do things correctly with the, the second stringers and the rookies, so that's good. It's positive, so they're gonna keep it up. Zeke went up, went 100 yards last week in a very in a, in a while, so that's also good for the Cowboys. So, um, CD Lamb having a great, um, a, I want to say great, but good rookie season. So um, maybe look out for Dalton to feed him the ball too, as well. So a lot of upside for the Cowboys. Um, Washington, you kind of have a general idea who they have. Uh, Alex Smith is their quarterback. Gibson is their main um, running back, while JD um, Kishik, I 
can never pronounce his name. I said that last week too. But he's the pass catcher of the running backs. And then you got Terry McLaren. He's going to be the bomb threat. So I expect one bomb to happen against the Cowboy defense. And that's with Terry catching the ball. So it is what it is. But Cowboys will, I feel like, will win this. Um, They're giving the Washington football team. And if I said Redskins, sorry. It's Washington football team. Give them three points. They'll pick the Cowboys. Over-under is going to be 46. I think we'll be over that. I think we like 28-24 ball game. So, yeah. Cowboys should win this one. On Sunday's game, we got the Chargers and the Bills. Um, expect a shootout, ladies and gentlemen, in this game. I feel like a, a nice shootout's going to happen. Both teams will go over 30, but the Bills will come away with the win. Um, just uh, Herbert. Justin Herbert, I think, yeah, Justin Herbert, most likely now is going to be probably winning your rookie of the year, the fact that Joe Burrow's out of the competition now, so, Herbert, it's his to lose now, so, he's, he's in the driver's seat of winning rookie of the year, um, with the type of numbers he's putting away, still sucks though, because, I mean, the Chargers are 3-7, and seven. And they've been losing a lot of close games like usual. They almost lost against the Jets last week, too. Like, the Jets almost made a comeback. And good thing they nipped that in the bud. So, good for the Chargers game. They're winning a very, very long time. Um, as for the Bills, um, they had the bye week last week and from their loss against Cardinals. So, I expect them to bounce back. Um... I would say, honestly, Bill's receiving core is one of the top receiving cores right now. Meaning, they got the, they got, they got the, they got a great number one. They have a number two that plays number two. And they have a number three that sticks to their roles. Everyone knows their roles in this offense. Stefan Diggs is the number one guy there. John Brown is basically his relief, his number two. And your slot guy is... The Bees, Cole Beasley, they all play their parts perfectly in this offense for the Bills. So that's why I say that they're one of the top receiving cores because, you know, there's some receiving cores where everyone's great, but no one knows how to play their roles correctly. This one plays, everyone in in the receiving core plays it correctly. So um, at least in the receiving end, like they have the best receiving core, I feel, because everyone knows their role. So that's why I say that for the Bills. Um, as for the running backs, they Zach Moss and uh, Singletary, they're great running backs. Um, I just like to get see them get utilized a little bit more in the offense for the Bills. Um, as for the Chargers, Herbert, you know, is nice. Um, Keenan Allen is basically their go-to guy, but whenever he doesn't play, um, the offense starts to finally fall apart and I think that's also because Austin Eckler is out too but good news coming on that department uh Eckler is expecting to come back I don't think he's coming back this week but he should be coming back next week so positives for the Chargers uh, towards the end of the season that Eckler's coming back and maybe they could um have a little run towards the end of the season to show who what they really are basically with a full healthy squad so yeah but um expect 
Josh Allen to come back from um, their last loss. Bills should win it. Um, spread is five and a half points to the Chargers. Um, it's a hard one because I know it's going to be one scoring scoring game. You just don't know what it's going to be, either a touchdown difference or a field goal difference. Um, my bet would give the Chargers the spread, but still the Bills are going to win. And over-under is 52. I'm going to say that's all over. I think it'll be somewhere altogether in the 60s. So, yeah, Bills, Bills win it. Up next, we got the Cardinals and the Patriots. Um, Patriots are having a very um, up-and-down season, while the Cardinals are having the opposite of that. They are in full, full force of doing a playoff push this season with their young quarterback in Kyler Murray. Um, sadly, last week they lost against Seattle. Very close game as well. They ended up having a tie in a series with them because of the overtime win they had over Seattle. So um, we'll see how that plays out towards the end of the season and we'll, what records comes to beef with them. But um, a lot of promise in, in Arizona for the Cardinals. As for the Patriots, um, a lot of injuries going going around for the Patriots. Um, just lost Burkhead probably for the season, so the options for Patriots are just dwindling, and um, just no. I just feel like there's no help anywhere in the offense for the Patriots. It's just a mess, and it's helping out no one. So um, a bright spot would be Harris that came out. Came out of the, uh, I would say, I think he's, a, I think he's a rookie, but Harris has filled in the role with all the injuries they're having to the running back, running back. So that's good on him. As for the receivers, they're they're also getting banged up too. So um, who knows with the Patriots right now? It just looks like a mess. Um, their defense still plays kind of decent, but. Um, like I said many times, um, there's no defense that strikes like real fear this season. It's not a defense you don't want to play against this season, so it is what it is. As for the Cardinals, um, I think they should get get their way this this game against the Patriots. Um, D Hop is still around, um, doing big numbers. He's about to. Go over a thousand yards, probably this game. He'll probably go over a thousand yards this game. Um, Larry, Fitt, don't sleep on Larry Fitzgerald because he's just Mr. Reliable. So he's gonna get his touches. Christian Kirk, the bomb threat, you know, gonna do his thing. But also, do not sleep on Drake or Edmonds. They're they're solid running backs for this team. So that's a little bit about both teams. Um, they're getting a two and a half point spread to the Patriots. Won't take that. Cardinals should cover it pretty good. And the over under is 49 and a half points. Ooh, this is a that's a hard one. That's a hard one right there. Cause if the game ain't 28-21, you're screwed because the half a point. Um Uh, let me look at everyone's last few games. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over with this one. Cardinals will win. Go over on this one. 
Up next, we got the Dolphins and the Jets. Winless Dolphins versus the Dolphins. Wait. Winless Jets versus the 6-4 Dolphins. My mistake, ladies and gentlemen. Um, last week, Tua, uh, Tua ended up struggling, so they tried to throw in Fitzpatrick to liven up the offense. Sadly, it didn't equate to a win, but sometimes that's a learning experience for a young quarterback to bounce back from. And what's better than having a team like the Jets to bounce back from? So, um, my pick is going to be the Dolphins. I think Tua should have a very nice game against the Jets. Like, the Jets' defense ain't the worst, but it's just the offense that's just up and down. So, But they they probably played their best game last week against the Chargers, so um, Dolphins shouldn't take them lightly. So, um, we'll see, but Dolphins' defense should make a lot of turnovers if they go towards the air do an aerial attack so um yeah not really much to talk about fantasy aspects of both teams kind of stay away from both teams in general but if anything this might be an opportunity for um you know if you want a sleeper pick on the dolphins offense i wouldn't pick tua per se but I'll pick like Devonte parker <laughs> like as a surprise pick or anything like that um, they're giving Jets seven points. I would still give it to Dolphins with a spread like that. They just they can win by ten points. I feel the Dolphins. <laughs> Over under is forty four and a half. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go under. Um, Jets just. Um, I mean the Jets can score as in the last two weeks, but um, I think with the defense like the Dolphins, it's gonna be. Um, they're not going to be able to do much so and dolphin shape should be able to bounce back so yeah dolphin should win it up next we got the giants and the Bengals. um like i said about the mc east giants are still there's still a chance for them to make the playoffs and the Bengals just lost joe burrow out for the season tore acl tore mcl and other structural damage so who knows he might not even be able to play next season this is a tough loss for the cincinnati Bengals, and uh something that probably bites him in the ass for not drafting a lineman in the first round or early rounds like even though t higgins has been a nice addition to the receiving core um, they had other problems to address, and their line is something that they needed to address. You know, Joe Burrow been beat up this whole season, and same thing with Joe Mixon. You know, Joe Mixon who hasn't been re- really, you know, going off. He's he's a, he's a pretty good running back. You know, great running back. It's just the offense, the the line's just doing a terrible job. You know, um, protecting still, and when. Guys get beat up like that, you have more chances of getting injured, and it's kind of what happened with Joe Burrow. You know, I think he just got beat up way too much times that finally got him in a situation that you know cost him. So, I mean, it's tough to see. Um, I think the backup was Finkler for the Bengals. Um, Finley. I don't know why I said Finkler, but Finley, 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 Finley. But 
his relief wasn't too hot either, so I'm not expecting the Bengals to, you know, have a strong performance against the Giants because Giants in recent weeks have been playing good. The only downfall has been Daniel Jones. Can Daniel Jones be um, mistake-free is the thing because if he plays more like a game manager i feel like the giants could rack up a little bit more wins so that's kind of where the questions happen right now does daniel jones know how to protect the football and minimize mistakes so giants should win um fantasy options i kind of stay away from both teams but slayton's still a good one to have out there maybe even Shepard. so Go with those two receiver guys, you know, if you play the FanDuel's, DraftKings, or just someone you need to pick up on your fantasy team if they're available. So, yeah, spread is six six points. I would still give it to the Giants. Over or under is 42.5 points. I'm going to go under because I don't know how these teams are going to put up points. Don't know. I'd rather go under. But Giants should win it. Ooh, we got division rivalry going on. 7-3 Titans, 7-3 Colts. Um, last, day, last time they played, which was not too long ago, Colts handled the Titans. Um, that was a 34-17 beating. Um, I think the Colts could do it again. Um, I'm picking the Colts, even though both teams are big question marks on my head apparently Colts have probably one um as considered the best defense in the NFL right now um don't know um because like I said even though I say some defenses are good or not like I'm saying Colts are good but they just don't pose as a crazy threat you know so they got a lot of a lot of key players on that defense but like I said no crazy threat as you know they just that they have a great run stop so that's perfect against the titans so um they're gonna try to make Tannehill throw the ball which honestly is their weak point this season despite last season he had a, a great emergence so um they're gonna try to put the hand put the ball in the hands of Tannehill to win them the game so let's see if he gets that magic again I don't think it's going to happen this game. Maybe it does, but it's going to be a close game in my head. But I think the Colts should edge it out. And the Colts offense is very, very weird too because Philip Rivers has been throwing it to a bunch of different receivers. But then again, he hasn't played the greatest football either. So it's like, huh? And the running back situation is very interesting as well. They're, they're like rotating between three players like right now got Jonathan Taylor you got Hines um I can't think of another one um thinking, thinking, thinking. Uh, I gotta cheat I gotta look we got Hines um Taylor Wilkins Wilkins that's the other one yeah they're, they're really moving between three different players right now with running back and basically whoever has the hot hand um as for receivers um they got Pascal as their main receiver right now. Um, T.Y. Hilton's still there, but hasn't been really producing. 
and um, Michael P um, Pittman Jr. rookie. He's starting to show out now, so there's some promise going in for the receiving core, but the ball is spread out a lot through this offense, so um, it's hard to have confidence in that. But um, to me, I feel like the Colts should handle the Titans um, again. I think it'll be a closer game, though. And the spread is giving the Titans three points. I would still give it to the Colts to win it. Um, probably win by four. That's how crazy the spreads could screw up everything. Um, five and a half points over and under. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over. They could easily score like 60 points. So I'm going to go over 51. So Colts will win. On to the next. Um, up next is Browns and Jags. Um, I'm trying to see how the, what the weather is going to be like. Because honestly, the last I, I feel like the last few games, Browns have been playing in terrible weather games. But that helps them because of their type of offense they run, which is mainly running. So it's saying it's going to rain in Jacksonville. So I'm going to go with the Browns because of that, because they have, they're just a strong running team right now. They got Kareem Hunt. They got Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's back in the game. Um, it, it, it helps. It puts the pressure up on Baker Mayfield. So, um yeah, with, with that said, they should handle the Jags. Um, I don't know if Mishu's coming back this week because of his thumb situation. Don't know, but it's not really going to make a difference because just the Jaguars have been um, um, Jaguars been eh this whole season. Apparently, he's questionable, and they're not going to start him, so... Who knows how this offense is going to run. So, if anything, James Robinson from the offense should have a great game. He's been having a, um, a nice season for a rookie. So, um, yeah. Not much really to say about this game. Um, spread is giving Jaguars seven points. Um, I'm going to say give the Jags seven points. I think it'll be a close game just because of the weather. 4-9 is the over and under. I'm going to go under just because um, weather. Weather plays a factor. So pretty pretty short and simple game right here. Brown should win it. I would say 24-20. Okay, we got the Panthers and we got the Vikings. 4-7 um, and seven Panthers, 4-6 and six Vikings. Um... Are the Panthers doing a bye week or something? Um, because they they need to do a bye week, right? Um, let me see. Got to check real quick because I thought that was pretty weird. Oh, they're coming up soon. It's coming up very, very soon. It's actually next week after the um, Vikings game. So, thank you. Thank you, Internet. But if I would have to pick a winner... It's probably going to be the Vikings. Um, yeah, I, I think it should be like a... No, we got ourselves another close game. 
Um, Delvin Cook should have a nice, nice game. I think he should. Um, I think he'll be leading the offense again. Kirk Cousins will compliment throwing, but um, Car- Carolina's defense not their strong suit right now, so they're gonna allow to a, a lot of points. Um, Bridgewater should have a decent game though, but um, I I I just don't think they'll they'll pull ahead from the Vikings. Um, Basically, I, I don't think they'll outscore the Vikings in this game because both defenses are not the great the greatest this season. But um, Vikings are I think Vikings are just gonna pound it and um, utilize the clock with Delvin Cook. So yeah, but Bridgewater good season as a starter. Yeah, he was out last week, but um, that was more a precaution, so he wasn't getting hurt again. But PJ Walker did step up win him that game so it wasn't that bad of a, a situation but he'll step in as starter he'll have a nice game with dj Moore and robbie anderson so yeah um but they ain't gonna win against vikings sadly sorry three and a half points panthers vikings um i'm gonna give this one to the panthers i think that i think uh, the, the game's gonna happen between three points so I'll, I'll give the spread to Panthers a little daring I know but yeah um over under is 50 and a half points good lord terrible over and unders but that's what bending's all about is to get you in these situations and come like start thinking to yourself is this the is this the, is this one I want to bet on and amount of time I'm taking on thinking of what should be over or under you should stay away from this game let me check the last how each team has been playing uh, 20 okay and I'm gonna go over I'm gonna go over this game not with confidence but I'm gonna go over but Vikings should win against the Panthers up next, we got the Raiders and the Falcons. Um, Raiders lost against the Chiefs last week, but put up a very, very good fight as the Falcons lost against the Saints. Um, like I be, like I said, ever since the firing of Dan Quinn, Falcons have been playing a lot better on both sides of the field. Not last week, but that was against the Saints, and Saints are... I guess very good team they're in two not convinced on on the saints with their record but hey they're they're eight and two for a reason but falcons have been playing a lot better some people might disagree with me but i think they've been playing a lot better so raiders should not sleep on the falcons that does not mean they are going to lose against the falcons i feel the raiders should beat the should beat the falcons but this could be a trap game, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, think accordingly of what's what's going what's going down with this this game. But um, Derek Carr having a great season, despite um, Raider fans, if you like him or hate him, who knows? I always like the guy, but he's finally turning over um, and becoming who he was before he had the leg injury. 
just less of the running but you know he's he's able to make plays on his feet though still which is great um they still have josh jacobs great running back um i i i feel like they're using them just enough but i feel like they could they could they could give them more carries so yeah um raiders receiving core um tight end waller great option he's gonna be even better as the years come um they got a lot of sleepers on on that team of course they got rugs um as a rookie and edwards i mean edwards ain't getting utilized as um as much anymore because of the all the injuries that happened but now they got uh nelson aguilar back in the in the flex again not in the flex but you know in the mix but um yeah he's the he's been the number one receiver guy from there even hunter renfro is is a nice addition to that whole team so um don't sleep on this receiving core they got some few um pass catchers in the backfield as well so a lot of promise with with this raiders receiving core so you know expect some production out out of them as for the um falcons you are i've already taunted all the names touted all the names from this falcons offense so i don't need to say more but Gurley, ridley julio matt ryan that's all i'm gonna say about them just know that uh over under is gonna be negative three well plus three to the falcons uh i'm gonna still say give it to the raiders over under 54 um i i'm gonna say over i'm gonna say over raiders should win this one up next we got the postponed game that was gonna land on thanksgiving but now it is gonna happen on sunday now apparently that is against the ravens and steelers steelers versus ravens however you want to say it uh one's undefeated one six and four steelers are very balanced team all around Ravens still struggling on offense to get going, um, but their defense pretty pretty nice. But um, the offense needs to get going again because um, the spark from last season is definitely not there this season. So uh, we'll see. I'm going the Steelers. It's just um, just the balance is what's pulling me for them to win over the Ravens because um, the Ravens need to get their offense going and even though they were able to put up 24 points they they crumbled and let the t- titans push the overtime and then lost but um yeah sucks to see it's just there needs to be more out of this receiving core and um yeah as for the steelers Connor is a nice running back. Whether they want to put the bulk on load on him one game and none on the next doesn't matter. It's just no. James Connor does put a good game when he's called upon. Um, Claypool is becoming that guy in Steelers. Look out, Juju. He might be the number one receiver next season. Who knows? But then again, that might play to hit um, Juju's favor because. I feel like Juju is a very, very nice number two. He's a good compliment receiver. It's just maybe he's not that number one guy. 
which is not, you know, I mean, people are going to take that as a diss, but sometimes you, like I said about the Bills, everyone plays their role. Sometimes you got to find out what your role is, and maybe Juju's role plays that, that second receiver relief guy, so yeah even Deontay um Johnson has has been having nice games the last few ones so Sears off offense is pretty nice right now it's running pretty good Big Ben has been playing pretty good less less mistakes on his end which you know which is why they're undefeated right now um they don't have a spread. They don't have under over under. So we're gonna skip that. Steelers win. Yeah. Saints versus Broncos. Um, trap game, maybe. Um, is Drew Brees still out? Is the question. I don't know. Gonna check that out. I think he is out. And then you're gonna have Taysom Hill as the starting quarterback again. Not a bad game by him. Had a pretty good game. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Drew Brees is on the IR. So, yeah, they are going to start um, Taysom Hill. Um, not a bad game. Still, don't take Broncos lightly. Don't take them lightly. So, we'll see what happens. But I'm picking Bronco as my upset alert upset alert i really feel like it's gonna be a good game but they're gonna come pull something out they're gonna pull something out of it um um the running back situation is pretty nice melvin gordon phil Lindsay. so if they, they put the load on both of them they they should have a nice little get going on the offensive side for them but they gotta make sure to fend off the New Orleans defense. They that's have been playing better the last few weeks. So good on the Saints. Might be not good for the Broncos, but I feel like the Broncos could pull it off. It's gonna be a close game. Um, Alvin Kamara is questionable, but I feel like he's gonna play. Same thing with Michael Thomas, but he's playing as well. So with those two players on the offense um makes um Taysom's Hill's game a lot better but I think that's why this is a trap game he um I'm not saying he's not going to take the Broncos seriously but Broncos defense should put put up a threat towards his production this game maybe he might even throw like two picks this game so we'll see but um yeah my upset Broncos. Um, they're giving Broncos six points, and since I'm picking the Broncos, take that six points. Over/under is going to be four, three and a half points. I'm gonna say over. Broncos win. Let's get it. Up next, we got the 49ers and the Rams. You got the Niners with a bunch of injuries going on. <sighs> Sucks to see, because they're they're in the Super Bowl last year, and injuries basically took them out of that conversation and the rams are playing very very good right now they're at the top of the division trying to make it back in the playoffs and um yeah they took down the um the bucks uh, on monday night so great confidence booster on that end um 
the offense is not as explosive as when Gurley was on the team, but that the, that's okay because they have the right explosive players on the receiving end that they just need. Cup is nice. Rudd is nice. You know, those two guys really spark up the offense. Then players just fill in on what fill in to their success like Henderson nice compliment to them um as at tight end I like Everett a lot so when he gets touches up you know good things do happen so yeah not much to say about the Niners just because you know their whole team's injured so it's hard to look at them saying that they're going to be productive I mean Ayuk is probably going to have a decent game because they use him a lot in different packages. That's if he plays. I don't know if he's off the COVID list or not, but um, Brandon Ayuk is looking like that um, Swiss Army knife in the offense, so expect him to produce the most out of the whole team. They're giving Niners 6.5 points. I'm going to say still give it to the Rams. Over or under is going to be 4-5.5 points. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under. Rams should win it. On to the next. Chiefs and Bucks. Chiefs should win it. Bucks have... um, Against teams... Against elite teams, I would say. They haven't been um, playing the best football. So, they're slowly convincing me that they're not ready to last the playoff um playoff run so and here comes another game that's going to test them which is against the chiefs now the chiefs defense by all means not the top defense but they have a lot of players that could put some pressure on brady so it depends like i've always said it depends on the bucks line if they could withstand the rush and blitzes and all that and at the midway point, I was saying that the Bucks' offensive line was doing so good. But the last few weeks, that's been kind of like their Achilles heel because you put pressure on Brady, he's going to make mistakes. And that's what you're seeing right now. Last last week, he threw two interceptions that were like, well, where is he throwing? That's because the pocket is not perfect. And they need that pocket to be perfect for Brady to perform. So it sucks to see... Um, they got Mike Evans on that team. They got Chris Godwin. They even got Antonio Brown and Gronk. But, you know, obviously that doesn't do nothing if you can't protect your quarterback. So, yeah. As for the Chiefs, you know Patty Mahomes running that team very, very well. Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Good things coming out of the, the Chiefs right now. I don't see, you know, yeah, they got their loss, but... Right now, they're the team to beat, and you kind of have to go with the Chiefs to winning or getting back to the Super Bowl again. They're giving the spread to 3.5 by the Buccaneers. Chiefs will cover it 55.5 points. Over under, I'm going to go over. Um, Chiefs should handle this pretty decisively, I think. Up next, we got the Packers and Bears. 5 and 3 Packers, 5 and 5 Bears. Bears have been on a downward spiral since their 5 and 1 start. Things are not looking good for the Bears, and they will continue not to look good. That offense is just not running at all. If they go back to Trubinsky, um, does it provide a spark, or is it the same dud again? Who knows? As for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers is always doing this thing. 
Um, Devontae Adams always putting up great numbers. Um, I I think this game, I, I mean, probably not going to expect a lot from Aaron Jones because the defense is pretty nice, but um, at least run stopping. But in the next few weeks, I want the Packers to really utilize Aaron Jones. It's just, um, I don't know if the playbook's just not going to him this season or not. Like, I know he can have explosive games, but um, utilize him. That's all I got to say. Utilize Aaron Jones. He's a good he's a good football player. Now, if he's not producing, then, you know, that's that sucks on his end. But I know he can produce. So, you know, why not to make why not make the offense balanced? You know, I don't know. Why listen to me, right? They're giving the Bears an eight and a half points. It's not a bad spread. But I'll still pick the Packers, yeah. That's how bad the Bears have been, and the confidence has sucked the life out of the Bears right now. So I'm going to still go with the Packers, even with that spread. Over-under is 45. Uh, I'm going to go over. Fuck it, I'm going to go over, so... Packers should win it. Last game, Monday night, Seahawks and Eagles. Seahawks should win decisively over the Eagles. Um, Eagles are just so up and down this season. I know the record shows more downs than up, but just when you thought, you know, guys are coming back, they still keep on making mistakes. Wentz is not showing that he's the quarterback, why he deserves the money. Jalen Hurts keeps on getting chanted throughout TVs and throughout the stadium things are not good looking good in Philly land so yeah um as for the Seahawks really tough division was why they're they're like I, I know they lost to other teams but you know you play you play a tough division you got two losses in your division Buffalo strong team so they're understandable losses so they're a strong team yeah, their defense is not the greatest this year, but Russell Wilson is their guy that makes things happen. Got Metcalf, you got T- Tyler Lockett, David Moore is a nice compliment. Um, when Carson's playing, Chris Carson's playing, he's actually a nice role on that team, so don't sleep on him. And Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde had a pretty, pretty nice game, so they got depth in offense. It's just defense get more stops turn the ball over but they should have a problem this game playing against the eagles but um eagles always has a pretty decent defense so um you might see some interesting things happen um eagles defense can make something happen who knows but um seahawks should win they're giving five points to the eagles still take the seahawks 50 point over and under i must say under I'm going to say under. Yeah, why not? And that concludes this week of the NFL Roundup. Week 12 of the 2020 season. Yeah, let me know what what your picks are. What your thoughts. All that. Talk football. Keep on doing this till the end of the season. Want to hear your feedback. All of that. So, yeah keeping this episode pretty short and sweet you know 
keeping it under the hour I'm, i like that pocket for the, for doing these keeping it under hour still got your attention yeah but on that note i'm wrapping things up it's episode 52 of sway friends podcast you know where to follow me on all socials you know the dsps so yeah spray friends we out <laughs>